you need to pick those partners very carefully. Not just because they're your friend, I mean, like in a personal life, that yeah. it's going to work out in business. So that that was that was something I wish I would have known, you know, like be careful. And sometimes you, you, you can't predict who the lender is, you know, because the client will bring it to you already. And that's fine. But when you refer somebody, make sure that you're referring to the right person or the right lender. So that's another thing I wish I would have known. I come from a very poor side here in El Paso living on government housing when I was a kid to owning my own house, it was a great feeling. And a lot of people here in El Paso are that way. So that's what I wanted. You know, like my biggest payoff is not that commission check. It's seeing those faces when somebody, you know, first time home buyer gets those keys, you know, and they're like, wow, we accomplished it. We actually got a house. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Peter Diaz out of El Paso, Texas. Peter, good morning. How'd you get into real estate? Uh, So actually I got into real estate because of COVID. Funny story. Um, Yeah, I want to hear it. Tell me, dive in. (laughs) So I used to I used to be a, an engineer for an oil company. I uh, did that for four years, and then when COVID hit, you know the barrel went to negative eighteen dollars. Right. So we had to get rid of a lot of people. So I was I actually was in charge of the whole uh, West Texas production for for a big oil company, and then when that happened, you know we pretty much stopped everything. Uh, everybody got sent home. Uh, including myself, this was what like early April of 2020. Uh, everybody went to quarantine, and then you know uh, I basically got laid off. And I was like, "What am I going to do now?" So real estate um, was always in my mind. So I was like, "You know, what? I'm just going to go for it." So that's how I got into real estate. Are you married? Do you have a wife and kids? I have kids. I'm not married. I'm, I'm divorced. Yeah. Okay. So how did you handle that stress, man? Of like, <laughs> Oh, man. Going to it zero? Was, yeah, it was, it was, it was stressful. So I didn't struggle for money because obviously I had a really good job. So like that transition over, it was okay with me, but it was stressful because, you know, it was totally new industry for me, uh, trying to figure out how to sell a house because I had no idea, nothing about real estate. You know, I had bought my houses before, but I was on the other side, you know? So I didn't see the in-between that now I live with every day. Um, But yeah, it was, it was stressful, man. So you went to real estate school, you got your license and then what happened? Yeah. Uh, So I I went to real estate school like here in Texas. You have to do like 180 hours. Uh, I think I knocked it up in a couple months, like two months. And then you take a test and pay your fees, you know, fees is something you pay off everywhere. Uh, then, you know, like I just went to, you know, I, for me, it was different because in real estate, you interview your employer, you know? So like, for me, it was like, okay, like this, this is weird. Uh, so yeah, I went around, you know, I went to the major, major firms and then little ones and ended up settling for, for a smaller firm here, a local firm here in El Paso. And like I said, I didn't know anything, you know? So, I mean, I knew what they taught me in real estate school, but that's pretty much nothing, you know, they just teach you like... <laughs> 
maybe contract get the piece of paper you need to be licensed <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah it's just they just teach you pass the test you know and that's pretty much it so it was a learning experience but i realized it wasn't hard you know it was just as long as you have the will you know then you'll be you'll, you'll be all right i also realized that every day i woke up in the morning i was unemployed so if i wanted to be employed i had to find a client you know and get him get him in a house or try to find a listing so every day was, was something new and i like that because um it was unpredictable so it's pretty cool so you're starting your own brokerage right <laughs> yeah i branched out to well i kind of just left my my firm and started my own firm not too long ago probably like maybe a month ago everything got approved so i just just started so what gave you the confidence and the courage to do that? Because most agents <laughs> wouldn't ever do that, right? Like yeah, that's a yeah. bold move and a big undertaking. You know, as it, it is, is, as a real estate agent, you own and operate a business, you're an entrepreneur, you're you're a startup founder, right? But now this is a whole nother level when you decide to open a brokerage. It is, yeah. So it was some uh, some thinking that I already, I already knew when I got into real estate from the very beginning, um, I wanted to be a broker. You know, that was my thing. Like, I don't want to be making money for anybody else but myself. And I learned that when I used to work for corporate America, you know, because <laughs> I made a lot of money with them, but but they made hundred times more, you know? So I was like, I don't want to do that. You know, I, I want my career to, to make me money, you know? So, so I knew I was going to become a broker eventually. Uh, why did I decide to go so early? I'm very, you know, I, I'm a quick learner, you know, so I try to take everything in as much as I can and go with it, you know, and obviously I don't know everything. I'm going to make mistakes, but that's the best way to learn. You know, 100% like, real life yeah. experience, man. Right. I mean, I have a, my educational background kind of helped me too. You know, um, I have a, a bachelor's in mathematics and finance, and then I have a master's and MBA in finance also too. So that kind of gave me the confidence that, you know, in the business side, I'll be all right. You know, I, I would, I'm not going to struggle that much, but you know, it's, it's new. So I'm kind of excited for it. So with starting a brokerage, you have branding, you have marketing, you have recruiting for agents. Yeah. What, I don't know, like, let's talk about recruiting. That's interesting, uh -huh. right? Because you're going to make your money in numbers, right? The more right. agents you have in your brokerage, the more money you're going to make, how you can scale, grow, you know, mm -hmm. leverage everything that you're doing in your building. What's your plan for recruiting? Uh, so that was my number one thing. So it was the type of agents I wanted to work with. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably targeting a specific type of agent, you know, and, and I don't mind bringing new agents just like myself, you know, because there's new agents are, I was lost, you know, like the first three months or two months, the first deal, like I went to my broker and I was like, do I even put this in the contract? Like, is this even okay? Or, you know, things like that. Uh, so for me, it's just, trying to approach those people that that have the experience already but you know they want kind of like grow on their own you know and you know, i like i'm also a power service so for me is like leadership is like the number one thing so i want to i want to make sure that i can help them grow in their career as much as i can you know and, and you know when when you see a, a real estate agent is hungry you know and that or like it's being limited, you know, like you're, you're only doing this, um, but they want to do more and they don't know how to do it. So that's the type of agents I want to target. Um, that's the type of agents I've been targeting 
but it, you know, recruiting is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hustlers and recruiting is hard because when you interview with somebody, like you might have an idea, but once you actually, you actually see them in action, it's different, you know, because obviously even though an agent is going to interview me, they're the ones that are going to be the ones producing. So they might show a lot of drive in, uh, drive in the, in, in the beginning, but they might not do so well. You'll know in the results, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, especially in this market, you know, in this market is, it's insane. You know, here in El Paso, historically, we've always been a buyer's market. You know, it's always been buyer's market. Houses sit, you know, 60, 90 days sometimes. You know, there's so many houses to sell. And now it's flipped, you know, something new. And past year, year and a half, it's been a seller's market. You know, and I'm guessing that's everywhere in the country. And it's hard, you know, it's hard to to motivate those new agents and like, hey, don't give up, you know, like submit your offer. You never know, you know, try to try to get your clients and to understand what they're getting into and why maybe they would have to put some more money out of their pocket to to try to get a contract. And a lot of people here in El Paso are not as educated as home buying as other places. So trying to teach that to an agent so they can teach it to their clients. It's an interesting thing. So how do you brand yourself different as a brand new mm -hmm. brokerage, as a smaller brokerage, as you're rolling out, you know, yeah. seller's market now, right? Right. Getting yourself out there. What's your, right. I don't know, what's your plan, I guess, is what I would ask, you know? <laughs> yeah, so my process? yeah, my strategy be, uh, is it's going to be, you know, like we're smaller and then that gives us the opportunity to give you more attention, you know, cause in big brokers, good tagline, we give you more attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, like I said, I interviewed the big brokers at the beginning and, you know, it sounds good. You know, they're going to give you all, all this technology and there's going to be the support and blah, blah, blah. But once you're in, then you're lost, you know, because being a new person, like if you don't get it yourself, or if you don't ask, nobody's going to help you, you know? So for me, you know, like now that I, right currently I'm small and I, I don't pretend to grow hundred agents, you know, maybe, maybe 20 agents will be my max, you know, that, I, that I'll, that I'll be okay with. And that still gives me the opportunity to, to have every, every agent reachable, you know, and tell them, you know, like you need help here I am for you. So that's different from us. The other thing that is different is, you know, commissions, you know, commissions. Uh, a lot of agents don't really think about it until like they're dealing, you know, 15, 20 deals a year. They're like, all right, wait a minute. I'm spending a lot of money on commissions, you know? So, and I learned that really quick, you know? So once, once I was like at my ninth deal, I was like, no, I'm calculating this and I'm paying you way too much. Uh, money. So that was another motivation for me to go to go on my own. But, you know, like for me, like, I don't want to take your hard work money away. You know, obviously if you're brand new, yeah, then we, we, we might start at some level, but as soon as you show me that, that you, you're going to start producing, then you get more of your money. And eventually you can even have all of your money. You know, like, um, so that's a business plan that I came up with that, you know, as agents, grow more start producing more than you know they're able to keep more of their commission so you have uh, a tiered structure based on production right yeah yeah okay, uh, cool. you know agents that already experience 
um, and they're producing somewhere else and they're still paying whatever their high commission fees are, it's attractive to them, you know, because for most of them, they don't need the training. You know, they're already, they're already doing everything on their own. You know, they just need somebody, you know, to represent them. And like you said, most of the people don't like to go on their own because they think it's too much responsibility. And for me, it's like, bring it on, you know, like I want that responsibility and that a- that agent that doesn't want it, like come on over, you know, and, and we'll work it out. So, so you get a lot more of your commission back that way. You're not, you know, giving your money away because eventually in real estate, that's what you eventually do. And, you know, and I, I never been greedy, you know, cause greed is what eventually will like get to you, you know? So, so if you're not greedy, you know, yeah. Like I tell my clients, you know, like I'm not in this business for the money. I make my money somewhere else. Like, like I said, I, I have background in finance. So I like to play with stock market. I'm also a veteran, you know, so I get help there. So, you know, like if I don't make it, if I don't close a deal this month, that's not going to kill me. You know, I'm not going to be struggling to pay my mortgage or my car payment because I didn't close a deal this month. So like I always tell them, you know, I'm here for you, you know, for the client, like whatever, whatever um, I could do to help you, I'm going to do it. You know, like I'm never going to pressure you like, you know, this is a house, get the house. This, this is exactly the house that you need. And if I'm not feeling that you, you actually want this house, I'm not going to pressure you to it, you know, in a way that's what my brokerage, I want my brokerage to reflect, you know, like we're not here to, to just sell. I mean, obviously we want to make money, but we're not here to pressure clients to buying houses that, that later on they're going to be paying more than, than what they're supposed to. I love that. I love that. I think having the, um, the honesty and integrity Yes. Take care of your buyers, your clients, and do what's mm-hmm. right for them first. Your business will grow by itself. You'll get the yeah. referrals. You'll get the reviews, right? You're, all these things will happen organically just because of the nature right. of the You're putting the client first. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we're only as good as our last deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so the, the clients are your are your best best referrals, you know. Like even though like nowadays you can buy leads and you know spend all this money on it, which brings back to your question of marketing, you know, like you can go through Silo or Realtor or whatever. You know, there's thousands of companies out there that will sell you leads or they will promote you. Yeah, they they'll work, but they'll cost you money. But the best leads you get is is your clients always. Um, and then here in El Paso, we have Fort Bliss. You know, so it's a military community too so you know clients are always going to come and go you know and and if you have that good presence within the military family they're going to refer you and they're going to say you know he's a veteran you know he understands what we go through when we move um so you know give him a call and that has worked for me you know i've i've i deal with a lot of veterans and it's good that's great so two things on that number one thank you for your service (laughs) it was a pleasure man and number two I think it is important if you can define a niche for yourself and cater to that niche and give it your all, it's a long game, right? Like I always say, there's two things in real estate, there's people and there's partners, that's it. And if you Mm -hmm. can do those two things really well and nurture the people and nurture the partnerships, you're going to build a hell of a business for yourself. Yeah. So for you, as you recruit agents and grow your brokerage being that you are a veteran that you are in el paso it would make a lot of sense for you to focus on right. the military niche and serve that it doesn't mean you can't diversify and have other yeah. you know lead streams and income streams but 
really defining that niche for yourself, man, that's a game changer because it helps you focus and it helps you do what you know and what you're good at versus trying to build up your weaknesses. You know, you just focus on those strengths and you're going to go further, faster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I learned that you cannot do too much at once because you, you will get nowhere, you know? So treadmill. Uh, yeah. If you, if you just focus on something and then go from it later on, once you master that, you know, going to somewhere else is, is so easy, you know, focusing on, you know, maybe in commercial or things like that. Sure. It would just come, you know? So you're in the industry 18 months, right? You just started yeah, a brokerage. Yeah. Give me three things you think, and they can be new, newer, even seasoned agents, but tell me three things that you've learned that come to mind that you wish you would have either learned beforehand or in real estate school or that you've really kind of come to the conclusion of. Three things that I've learned or yeah, wish would have known. Things that come to mind, that be like, hey, if I knew that, that would have been easier or I would have gotten this done faster. I think one of the biggest things, I mean, and I mean, like I said, I was, ne I was never, I knew nothing about the industry. So for me, it was everything new, but I've learned really quick and I wish somebody would have told me before I got into it, that real estate is really cutthroat. You know, people are for themselves. You know, it doesn't matter how, they present themselves at the end is them or them, you know? So for me, I didn't know that, you know? So like I always been part of teams, you know, like, right. right. Especially was, with a military background. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for me, it was always depending on somebody else or like, I got your back. You got my back kind of thing. In real estate, it doesn't work that way. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> in real estate is like, even, and that's another thing that I wanted to do with my company, you know, like, something I didn't like from my previous brokerage is like, even within your brokerage, you're competing against each other. Obviously we have different clients. And then there's, in my mind was like, there should be some help there, right? Like we work together. So let's try to, you know, both clients have a need and we both have something that can match it. Let's make this deal happen, you know? And, and it doesn't work that way, you know? Like that was gonna go for whatever makes fills their pockets, you know, or whatever, like the biggest, best deal or like, oh, well, he offered, you know, to pay half of the closing while your client just offered to uh, increase the price. And if it doesn't, you know, things like that, you know, that I didn't know. I was like, wait, wait a minute. But like, we, are, we already had this agreement or like, you know, like it's going to work out eventually, you know. So I learned that really fast that in real estate, there's some, there's very, very few people that you can trust. Um, and another thing I learned was kind of related, maybe not, which you touched about is partnerships. So for example, the lenders, um, you have to know what lenders to use, which ones are good, you know, um, and a good in a way that they're going to get your deal across. You know, they're going to get it over the finish line. And while that's happening, they're going to communicate with you. Because um, I've had some that, you know, eventually, like, I'm very proud of myself that even some deals have gone south really bad. But some way, somehow, I managed to keep it alive and push it off across the line, you know. But my biggest thing was, like, the lenders, you know, lenders, you know, like, they don't communicate sometimes. Most of the time, put that away. Uh, and... 
You know, even if they tell you at the beginning, yeah, you know, we'll close within 30 days. That's no problem. And then you come find out 60 days later, they can't close, you know, because of something, you know. So that I wish I would have known. I would have known that you need to pick those partners very carefully. Not just because they're your friend, I mean, like in the personal life, that yeah. it's going to work out in business. So that that was that was something I wish I would have known, you know, like be careful. And sometimes you, you you can't predict who the lender is, you know, because the client will bring it to you already. And that's fine. But when you rec- you referral somebody, uh, be careful with make sure that you're referring to the right person or the right lender. So that's another thing I wish I would have known. What is your one thing, like your one principle that you live by as a real estate agent? Um, I think I already mentioned this, you know, like it's it's helping my clients, you know. So it. like, yeah, I've always been that type of person that in one way or another, I want to help. Clients so, first, period. Right. Yeah. That's why I joined the military. You know, that was my main, main thing. You know, I want to help, you know, whatever I can do, I want to help. Once I graduated undergrad, you know, I kind of took a big paying job because they were paying me a lot of money, you know? So I was like, okay, let me take, but I, in that job, I didn't feel like I was comfortable because I really wasn't helping anybody. You know, I was just, it was just the oil industry, you know? Right. Doing the job um, and taking the money. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Just make sure that, that you don't mess up and you're good. But that's why when I got into real estate, I was like, you know, in this job, you know, like I remember when I got my first house, like it was an amazing feeling, you know, like I come from a very poor side here in El Paso, living on government housing when I was a kid to owning my own house. It was a great feeling. And a lot of people here in El Paso are that way. So that's what I wanted. You know, like my biggest payoff is not that commission check. It's seeing those faces when somebody, you know, first time home buyer gets those keys, you know, and they're like, wow, we accomplished it. We actually got a house. And most of them, they, they don't think they can do it, you know, because they never done it, you know, and it's something that, um, that happens quite often here in El Paso because our income is pretty low. Uh, so owning a house is, you know, it's a huge goal for people. And that's one of my numbers. That's what keeps me up every day, you know, like trying to make dreams happen. I love that. Creating pride. Right? Like right. fostering pride. Yeah. Well, Peter, this has been awesome. Where can these guys uh, find you if they want to get in touch or have a referral or need to buy something in El Paso? My website is still not up yet. I'm still working on it. Uh, but my phone number, you know, it's uh, 915-471-4608. You guys can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, you know, Peter, uh, Peter Diaz. Instagram, I think it's... Uh, Peter Diaz Real Estate. You can find me there. Same thing with Twitter. It's the same, it's the same, same username. If you guys need help, you know, you have a military family coming over to Fort Bliss, let me know, you know, like, let me know what I can do, you know. I'll pay great referrals, you know, like I said. So, yeah, hit me up. Uh, that's, my, that's my phone number. Uh, it's my cell phone. Uh, it's direct line. I like to use, I don't like to use email that much because it gets lost sometimes because there's so many deals coming in or like so much paperwork coming in that if you just email me for a referral, I'm like, wait, wait, what is this? Was that, you know, it was like a day later, you know, when in real estate, I also learned that, that you have to be on top of everything. Cause if you miss something, maybe an hour, like when you come back to it, it's gone, you know? So 
That's why like phone is the number one thing. As soon as you see it there, like you respond right away. So what's that number again, Peter? 915-471-4608. And that's uh, work for with do real estate, D-E-W real estate. That's awesome, that's Peter. This has been awesome, man. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me, having me with you. It was amazing. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.